Welcome everyone to the L7C podcast WWE edition. Today we are going to be talking about the Royal Rumble that just happened yesterday. Uh, we're recording on 128. The Royal, Royal Rumble happened on 127. So first, we got the wrestling expert, Mr. Jacob Mason. How are you doing today, sir? Yeah, I am doing fantastic. I've been up for a whopping three minutes, but uh, I am here. I'm ready to have this podcast. I'm very excited for this stuff. We got the captain, Byron Mitchell. How are you doing today, sir? Doing great. It's a fun Royal Rumble last night, and I'm excited to talk about it. And making his debut on the wrestling podcast, never been on one. We got an L7C founder, the anime expert, and the new L7C pick'em champ, Cedric Ware. Yeah, what's up? How's it going? What's going on? Yeah, this is your first wrestling podcast, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, no. <laughs> oh absolutely. <laughs> this is going to be so much fun. We're going to talk about the Rumble a lot. But we are going to start off with some crazy things that happened before the Rumble. So if you guys have been listening to the L7C podcast for the past almost now four years going, we've chronicled a lot of cool, crazy shit. Um, Vince McMahon. So uh, 6-22-2022, Vince McMahon randomly stepped down, stepped away. Stephanie took over. Uh, the next month, he just went away. He retired from WWE. Because of the allegations of him basically sleeping with a whole bunch of people in the back, um, staffers and all of that. And all these episodes, I'm going to link them to the description so we don't have to go over all of them. But then literally a couple months later, on 1-13-2023, we had an episode about Vince McMahon using his power to say, F the board of directors, I'm coming back and I'm going to try and sell WWE. We talked about that. On 113, and just again, all these dates are when these episodes came out. And then on 4-8-2023, WWE sold to Endeavor. So Vince has had coup d'etats. Um, he stepped down because he was using company funds to pay for his sexual exploits. Um, he was given paralegals who made $50,000 normally. He was giving them an extra $50,000 and asking the board to approve it. Um, and then he was just like, well, I'm the board, of, I'm the head chief, so I'm going to do this. We're going to settle Endeavor. Fast forward to today, uh, 128, 2024, before this day, it came out that Vince was getting sued for sexual assault and trafficking in a brand new lawsuit. So all these other lawsuits he's had before, this is a brand new one. And this, before we go into it, Jacob, what were your thoughts when the lawsuit came out? All right, so my my official thoughts anytime, and I, I'm very clear about this, and I have always stood on this. Anytime there's always allegations or something that comes out, I'm always Mister. Let's wait until innocent until proven guilty, because mm -hmm. we've seen one too many people have claims of you know them doing something, uh, and in a court of public opinion, they are automatically guilty and they're whole uh, reputation is absolutely destroyed that it turns out they're innocent and it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. So that's always my first thought. That being said, <laughs> I'm like, that's Vince McMahon. There, he's had one too many allocations put on him. Guy probably did it. Okay. Byron, what were, your, what were your thoughts, man? Like when I first saw 
the tweet that you sent um a group chat I was like oh that's a man just another inappropriate you know nda from like years ago but it was like 2021 2020 and then yeah. when i read the text messages he said i was like oh you are one sick bastard it, also the man tweets like text like he's 15 which is why when he's like 50 so i'm pushing like, like 70, 70. <laughs> yeah but it's wild i thought we were done with it after last year but apparently we're not and then it just makes me wonder like how many others are like gonna come forward after this well she came through the reason this is so funny the reason this all came to be is because back in the original hush money thing that Vince, the NDAs and all that, she got $1 million as hush money. And then there was a part of supposed to, he was supposed to pay her 3 million that she, that Vince never paid her. So once she never paid, once Vince never paid her, she said, all right, fuck it. And here we are. <laughs> Vince, you didn't pay the hush money. <laughs> the 3 million. <laughs> I know you got it too. <laughs> oh, he definitely has it. Patrick, <laughs> man. What do you think, like, just hearing this stuff of, like, if Vince would have paid this $3 million, none of this would have ever, his story wouldn't come out, he wouldn't have a lawsuit, like, what are your thoughts on that? Man, this dude is wild. And do you know, like, when you mentioned the lawsuit, do you know, honestly, what all you have to do to get a lawsuit for trafficking? Like, human trafficking? Like, do you know how many women and how much is involved with all that type of conduct to get a lawsuit for that? This man, oh, God damn. <laughs> it's not even over. I know there's more. This man's like fucking, he's a wrestling world R. Kelly right now. This is about to come out, and people coming out of the wazoo everywhere. Like, it's going to be wild. This dude, like, I guarantee you there's going to be, man, this shit. It's uh, it's crazy because he's been paying this girl stuff like 2019. He got her medical cosmetic services, tickets to exclusive events, um, Nordstrom gift cards, like up to 15,000, which I don't know why you need 15,000 to spend in Nordstrom, but all right. Um, some fancy chocolates. 2021, he helped with her surgery, upscale jewelry, designer clothing, accessories, flowers. 2022, luxury car. Spa gift certificate, private chef catered dinners, more jewelry, unique tea set from Saudi Arabia. Like, this is the type of stuff that Ms. Janelle Grant was getting. Mm. Uh, she's, yeah, I don't know if she's married. She was in WWE. I mean, this is all this because of three million bucks. And she didn't just name him. She named John Laronitis. And here, too, if people remember, he is the ex-second husband to Nikki and Bree's mom. So, and yeah, the texts are wild. We're not going to go over some of the crazy stuff that they were saying <laughs> on there. But there were some crazy fetishes to each their own, whatever. But then, they're basically, she's claiming they were using her to keep a former UFC champion on the roster. And everyone went to one person's name, and that is Brock Lesnar. And we're just like, oh boy, this is getting messy. I was shocked. Like, again, she didn't name Brock, but if it is Brock, I was shocked. Like, there's a reason you came back to WWE in 2019 because of 
these allegations. <laughs> then I thought it was Sable and like his kids. I'm like, ooh, that, if this is true, that, that is gonna be one big, big mess. Jacob. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> I mean, oh man, man, it's so hard for me to like. Like I said, I'm Mister Fucking Innocent until yeah. proven guilty. But God damn, Vinny Mac just had to be a cheapskate and couldn't pay out three million dollars after you had to pay twelve million in hush money from the last lawsuit. And you had to pay $19 million back to WWE for using their funds to pay these women more, the women that you were forcing to give you blowjobs. So what are we doing here? Hey, he'll settle. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. See, yeah, he ain't going to no jail. Like, <laughs> he ain't trying to go to court. They ain't trying to air that out. Mm-mm. Because she, then Ms. Grant going to get aired out, too, because they're going to be like, wait, were you? Do-? And then her husband going to be like, oh, wait, this is why we've been getting this new stuff? You've been doing this? <laughs> like what if she got kids? See, that's like. I mean, I guarantee you, your husband's probably sitting there just like, yo. So like, what the hell is all this shit that you telling everybody about? You ain't tell me nothing. Oh my god! But that and it's crazy too because anytime WWE makes a major thing, Vince want to do some stupid shit because before that, WWE announced a ten-year, five billion-dollar deal with Netflix that's going to start in twenty twenty-five. You're going to watch Monday Night Raw live on Netflix um, starting in 2025. This is really a first of like professional entertainment, all that stuff, like the wrestling world. Like $500 million a year from Netflix for 10 years for Raw. And so, and then you want to, and then this comes out a day after. Oh, don't. We, and we also have to include, you know, The Rock is now. The head of the board? He, no, or? he's on the board. He ain't, he ain't the head. He's on the board. Yeah, he's, he's on, on, the, he's the, on the, board. the board. He came and on then, that board. Yep, you're right. That This all happened in a span of three days. Yeah, and, and somehow this, yeah, it's kind of funny because Matt, like record-breaking Netflix deal. Mm-hmm. The Rock. And this girl's like, alright, or Vinny Mac's like, I'm not getting enough attention. Like, God damn. It, it, you just can't make this up. But like Rock coming on the board, which is because then he also got like, I, he already had the trademark, but I guess he didn't have 100% of it. But now he has 100% of the Rock. So that's something. And it's kind of funny, too, how all this happened. Rock was doing that stuff. So then as soon as you see him on first take, and then as soon as the Rock gets announced, his daughter becomes the youngest GM ever on NXT. And then her daughter's on SmackDown on Friday. You're like, oh, yeah, Rock's on the board. Like rocks, rocks on the rocks on the board, and I was just like, and she's only twenty two as a GM of the show. Like, but yeah, Jacob, you're right. All this good news, and then this Vince stuff happens. Then they ask the people at the media thing post where Rumble about Vince, and they're in Triple H, just like you know, we're just gonna all this record stuff. We're trying to keep positive right now, and like we found out in real time, Tony Khan was selling. Signing autographs when he got the text. (laughs) (laughs) Not Tony Khan, Nick Khan, I'm sorry, but Uh, I wonder where Tony Khan was during all this, but I was waiting. I was waiting for the fucking tweet. But nah, man, it's it's crazy. He paid the 12 minute million in hush money to the four. Now he didn't pay the three to this. And like Cedric said, they're going to go to discovery. Like they're not going to want any of this. So 
We'll be monitoring it because that's what we do here um, for the L7C. But now to go to some fun stuff. Royal Rumble happened just last night. Four things, two men, women's Royal Rumble matches, and then the U.S. and uh, Roman title match. So we're going to talk about those two title matches first, then we'll do the Rumbles. I know it's out of order of how it went. Uh, Logan Paul, Kevin Owens for United States Championship. We all picked Logan to win. I don't think we we did not get the way right he was going to win, though, because there were shenanigans, Jacob. There were shenanigans. I never saw a ref ever be so, like, self-aware, like, oh, Kevin Owens, you have those brass knuckles on. You <laughs> lose. I've never seen a ref that self-aware. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, we expected um, Logan. Do you think there's a part two of this, or do you think this is just a one-off? Um... I can I can see going like a part two and then it being done. Okay. Okay. Byron, how about yourself? Yeah, I definitely see there being a part two since Logan won by disqualification and not hitting or making Kevin Owens tap. So I definitely see maybe a part two in an elimination chamber next month. Cedric, would you want to see a part two between these two? I would love to see a part two between these two. Like you guys said in your last episode, they need they need as many good matchups for Elimination Chambers as it's going to be out of the country. That's, yeah. And this is one that I think a legitimate match where there's no disqualification type of situation, I think, would be honestly great TV. So, perfect, perfect. Uh, Fatal Four Way Roman, Randy, AJ, LA Knight. We all had Roman winning. Um, Randy Orton still looked great, man. The RKOs looked fantastic. Randy Orton seething that he lost in the back, like on there, that was great. Jacob, man, we got it wrong. We thought LA Knight was taking it was AJ who took the pin. Right. Yeah. I was shocked on that one. Didn't see that one coming. Um, I'm glad you talked about it. Randy's fucking RKOs were goddamn on point last <laughs> night. God damn, they were fucking good. Yeah, I, I, I would have never guess AJ taking the fucking pin. That, that one. Um, and then Cedric Byron, we were watching, and then we saw, like, Randy seething, like, Cedric, you said, you're like, hey, this this ain't over. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Oh, no, that man's coming. That man's coming back. Vengeance. It's going to be fantastic. I honestly love this angry Randy Orton. Yes. Yeah, it's, just <laughs> it's just amazing. Like, it, like, you say the wrong thing to him in the interview, you're catching RKO. You said the wrong thing, and you may get punk kicked. Like it's fucking fantastic. So like, you never know what can happen, especially Solo. So, poor Solo, man. Like Solo Sokoa came in there. It was a fatal fucking. Poor it was like man. like a two v one v one v one. Anytime he's around, but no one. Then they'll probably have Jimmy take some of these punk kicks because like so they gonna make Solo take that shit. Byron, no one can beat Roman as long as Solo is there. You literally have to take Solo and Jimmy out if you want to beat Roman Reigns because you know that danger zone where Roman's about to get that three count. Here comes Solo or Jimmy. Solo's going to either Samoan spike you or Jimmy's going to super kick you. You're not escaping that fate while the bloodline is around. So, Randy, if you're trying to go for Roman again, you got to take them out, man. I know you can with all your angry. With all your anger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With all your anger. 
Man, was seething. We, hey, you know, Ball Randy, man. That man's a menace. <laughs> I need that as a gif. I really need that seething Randy as a gif. That was that was great. All right, let's go women's Royal Rumble because that was the first Rumble of the night. Um, first off, man, let me let me let me pull this up because you know I, I got something I got to say to at. Chainer 2111 on 12-15-2022 you tweeted the end of the four horsewomen era of WWE you said they're not going to win anything ever again it is going to be Ia, Bianca, Rhea replace time and they're just done hmm hmm to my knowledge Pamela aka Bailey is a four horsewoman mm-hmm my knowledge, the L7C podcast picked Bailey to win the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Hmm, and she won. She did? Yeah. So, and your handle is um, fuck cancel culture? Well, you should be canceled from speaking wrestling ever again because you <laughs> fucking suck. Don't ever tweet any of that garbage ever again. The four horsewoman is here. And I'll say it right fucking now. Next year, Charlotte's winning because she's coming back from injury. And then the year after that, when Sasha Banks comes back, she's winning. So, fuck cancel culture, cancel your wrestling takes. But Jacob, what do you like about the Women's Royal Rumble? What did I like about it? Sir. Fucking Bailey. What a goddamn workhorse. That fucking girl, dude, I, I'm not sure how she's moving today. Because she put that goddamn Royal Rumble on her fucking back. And carried that entire motherfucker. So many goddamn people just sitting in the corner, this heavy fucking breathing. Bailey is fucking working spots. The entire fucking rumble. Uh, Bailey was in there for an hour and three minutes and three seconds. Um, that broke the record. And you want to talk about workhorses of the rumble? The woman right in front of her, which was in there for one hour and two minutes and 18 seconds was the return, which we called, of Naomi. So the number two and three people were in there for over an hour. Sure. Talk about Naomi. First day back at WWE, you got to wrestle in the Rumble for an hour. <laughs> like your first day right. back. Okay. She looked good doing it, too. And then number... Who else? No. I just want to get Hold to on. the other ones. And Bianca was third... Most in there, she was almost in there for 50 minutes. Mm-hmm. Hot take. Naomi looked like shit in that rumble. Oh. I didn't think she looked fucking good at all. Fucking from the goddamn first her Karana she fucking attempted to throw. What even the fuck was that shit? And listen, I get it. I'm fucking six foot, 275 pounds. I'm not throwing a goddamn Huracrana. I have no fucking first world to talk about this You're shit. You're six foot? That, yeah. Hmm. I didn't know that. <laughs> that being said, <laughs> I ain't fucking throwing a goddamn Huracrana, but goddamn, dude. That shit with her and fucking Natalia. And inflation has went up so much over the past couple of years, but somehow Natalia's $1 value has somehow fucking decreased. Oh my god. God damn. <laughs> fucking I no, we're talking about the good shit. We're talking about the good shit. Fucking well, it's all happened. it's all fine. I was just naming the three who were in the longest. Bailey, Naomi, I, and um 
Bianca. But before we keep, because I do want to get to Cedric and see how we prepare for this. He said this before anyone else. Jacob Mason. Jordan Grace came in actually pretty early. She came in at number five. You said it was going to happen. We, the other was on last week. We we're like, eh, just because we thought Mickey James, legend. We didn't think they'd get someone really, no WWE ties really at all. She came in and number five, you were right, man. First one to call that on all wrestling shit. Major props, bro. Thank you. Thank you. We need a fucking timestamp that fucking shit because when I first heard the goddamn sign, <laughs> I'm just like, motherfucker. I'm like, that sounds like fucking Scott Steiner's fucking theme song. I'm like, wait a second. Fucking, that's like Jordan Grace's fucking. I'm like, just fucking Jordan Grace. Dude, I was popping like a motherfucker in this household. And I was going off. I was just like, because right before the rumble, I seen, I seen one, one place do a throw, throw out a post and said, allegedly Jordan Grace is backstage tonight. And I'm like, man, if that's real, motherfucker, I called this fucking shit. You did. Going to number five. And she did really well. I mean, we watched it together. She went out like a ball. Bianca Bella hit that KOD out there. I was like, God damn. I was like, that, but that's how you eliminate TNA champ. That's how you do it, though. That that was the best spot of that entire fucking rumble. Spot-wise, that KOD on the outside of the fucking ropes. Holy fuck that. That looks so fucking good. Naomi, take note. Oh, oh no. <laughs> So, Cedric, obviously, I mean, got you on here, too, because you picked Bailey to win. And you did say, you said it there, you're like, hey, I listened to the L7C podcast and all that stuff. So, also, a side note before we get to Cedric's thing, for all the other people who think we don't know what we're talking about, you could just look at our Royal Rumble winners, and we have been right literally almost every time. I think, no, we've been right every time on this podcast. So, just saying. But, Cedric, go on. What did you're picking rumbles like how are you picking like did you ever not want to pick bailey or nah nah i wanted to pick bailey (laughs) 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 so i listen to the podcast right Mm -hmm. which if you're in our thing and the people who don't listen to the podcast you're a fucking idiot usually listen to the podcast the people who win the belt the most are here telling you who to fucking pick (laughs) so why wouldn't you listen to the podcast that's just my take on that secondly yeah so like Oddly enough, I listened to podcasts. Mm-hmm. I listened to podcasts like Bailey. I was like, well, I mean, that'd be a great story. Bailey loves to betray people, so that'd be fucking great if she wins. Mm-hmm. Because EO Sky is currently holding a belt. That'd be really good story-wise. And then I also, scrolling through Twitter, mm-hmm. or X, saw her have a post, like a promotional video. Like mm-hmm. a full-on promotional video. And I don't watch enough wrestling to know. It's like, well, she showed up on my thing for Royal Rumble. After liking the L7C post of the thing. No one else that was participating big name had a big video post thing mm-hmm. talking about the history. I'm like, yeah, fuck it, let's go Bailey. Like she's gonna win. Like they said they're gonna win. There's this thing on Instagram saying, like, well, she's putting that out there, all her history and stuff. So I'm like, I feel pretty safe in picking Bailey. Now when she came out at number three, I was really scared because I'm like, mm-hmm. now what are you guys doing? Like, don't you trick me? WWE, don't you fuck me over script writers? But then when she ended up saying and I'm like, shit, she has a chance. And then when she won, I was like, yes, fuck yeah. And then like eight other people picked her, and I was like, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, I just really want to, again, from like Cedric saying to the podcast, because I really want to highlight the things. I already highlighted Jacob saying Jordan Grace. I said a sneaky person to win, Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan was in second place, and she came back. So literally right there. We also said a dark horse, Jade Cargill, who, God, Jesus, I need to get to Tony Khan. But Jade Cargill in her first Royal Rumble was in third place. So our sneaky runner-up, our sneaky dark horses were all in the top three in our eventual winner. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And Jacob, you watch AEW. You Jade was literally presented against the top women in the company in her first match where she never even got to be presented against the top women in AEW all those years she was there. Yeah, last night, I literally was like, I was, I was bitching at my TV. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you fucking idiot, Tony. You goddamn idiot. Mm-hmm. Why? Because, dude, Jade Cargill finishes top three. Top fucking three. Eliminates Nia fucking Jack. By herself. Yeah. By herself. <laughs> Fuck. Um... And she took out, she took out Becky. And she took out fucking Becky. And Naomi. Like, top three people. She has a stare down with Bianca. And the stare down Mm -hmm. with Bianca. They were both suplexing somebody. That shit was fucking awesome. Let's be honest here. In 20 minutes, Mm -hmm. I'm guessing that's how long she was in the Rumble. I'm not sure. 11 minutes, three seconds. All right, fucking 11 minutes. Even better. Even better. Oh, yeah. 11 minutes. Three fucking. Yeah, fucking way to go, buddy. Uh, in 11 minutes and three seconds, they made Jade Cargill look like a bigger fucking star than Tony Khan did in three fucking years. Mm-hmm. All right, Tony, take fucking notes here, bud, because that is an absolute fucking disgrace. What you did to Jade Cargill and how you let her fucking go when at the end of the day, he was your fucking. Solid workhorse, fucking homegrown fucking star. You just, fucked up. You fucked up, yeah. big dog. You've mm-hmm. done fucked up. I still can't believe <laughs> to this day that she's she's in WWE. I can't believe Tony messed that up. But go ahead, Byron. I mean, she looked like like Jacob said. She looked like a star, and that's how you make a debut in the Royal Rumble. You go out and dominate, um, like. I didn't know if she was going to show up or not. And then I was like, man, we were all talking about who's going to take out Naya? Who's going to take out Naya? Because she had like eight eliminations. So yeah, she tied she the was record with him. Bianca mm-hmm. and Shayna. They're like, man, we don't know who's going to take her out. And then Jade music comes out. Oh, okay. That's who's going to take out Naya. And then like in, I think, a minute or 30 seconds, literally threw Naya over the top rope. We're like, all right, we got a star, star in the making. Great job, yeah. Triple H, for the way you booked her. Last the Naya thing is crazy. It is, but. I really think the more crazier thing is following up with Lim- she eliminated Becky Lynch. Yes. Who has been at yes. the top, 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 especially the past five. She took out Becky Lynch. I was thinking, like, I was like, all right, it's going to be Bailey who takes her out, four horsewoman stuff, yada, mm-hmm. yada. But no, they let the newbie do it. Yeah, that's, that's big props. Big props. I, I couldn't believe it, man. Like, I. Like she really came in here and just freaking dominated. And now, please, Triple H, Liv Morgan and Jay Cargo have to go to Raw. SmackDown do not does not need those two. They're they're okay. No, they over do not. There. But yep. I, I, it was just crazy, man. And like Bailey, 
winning. She um, eliminated Liv Morgan, who Liv Morgan's now been the final two, two years in a row. So mm-hmm. eventually she will break through. But you can tell, and this also goes for, um, talk about him, Braun Breaker. You can tell Triple H is fully in control because the NXT talent, Roxanne, mm-hmm. Tiffany, and Braun Breaker in the men's. Mm-hmm. Fantastic debuts in the Rumble. Yeah. You could tell Triple H wanted to make sure Tiffany was in the final. She was in the final four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tiffany looked fucking good. Yeah. She looked fucking good. Because literally, we had we have the our friends that we had over, like mm-hmm. they 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 watch wrestling anymore, like on the big paper. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. not they watch. And they were like, who the hell is this like? Wow, we're just taking advantage of the Barbie movie. Fucking, this is all the fuck we're doing. And literally, like, we're all watching her in the fucking room. We're like, holy shit, she is fucking on fire. It's okay. Patrick didn't know who she was. Mm. I still want to know. I sent this out in the group chat. Who the hell is uh, Ivy League or what? Living Nile. She's with, um, oh, what's that group called? Jacob Casper and his brother. Never mind. He's like their third person. Is she NXT? No, because they got caught up to the main roster like a couple months ago. Oh, god damn. Yeah, no, I had no idea who the fuck she was. And I'm the quote-unquote wrestling expert. I had no idea. (laughs) But I just, I really, bro, they were, and these are like still in NXT, like Roxanne, Tiffany, so they'll probably be the first two caught up when the time arises, but they both Mm -hmm. look really good. Tiffany eliminating Roxanne, perfect, because, you know, they've had beef in NXT all this time, so you can keep that going. And I mean, what do you and then Bailey eliminated Tiffany? Like these are NXT women in like the final six. Uh, Triple H presented them well, man. Like he really did. And also it shows, and we talk about all the time on this, how deep this women's roster is, because obviously there's living legends who are in this. I mean, Becky, she's a four horse, she's a living legend, Bailey, all that stuff. They did not have to call any legends back for this. These are all people who wrestle consistently. Unless you want to count, the only special one was Jordan, but they didn't have to call make any calls, man. That's how deep this women's division is, and there's still people still on the pipeline coming back, like a Carmella and Alexa Bliss has already posted stuff. She's working out to come back. Like mm-hmm. Charlotte wasn't even there because she's hurt. Like Jacob, this division's too deep, man. Dude, what do you do, with women's division, my guy? It's just crazy, and then. And then also, too, which I've watched these Royal Rumbles for almost 20-some years, and the smallest quality of life things, you're like, why the hell have they never done it? Those tickers where they were showing the longest people in there, the smallest oh, so quality good. of life thing, but it's so good. It's the awesome. only reason why I could think they'd do that now is because Kevin Dunn got fired. That's the only <laughs> explanation I have. <laughs> that was dope. That was dope. Like, all that stuff, but now nah, women's one, they all it's all balled out. No, no legends needed, all main roster women. So that was fantastic. So the men were the main event. Before it happened, I said Jay Uso's gotta come out like number one because you gotta get the crowd rocking, and then that happened. I was like, Oh, if it's gonna be Jay and Jimmy, then Jay and Jimmy got to come out one and two. So I was like, Oh man, what's gonna be a good Time, but this men's one too. Um, we called Andrade coming back. Um, 
besides that one and Pat McAfee doing his little thing. But Jacob, this whole Royal Rumble again, the men's no legends needed. No legends needed. Honestly, I'm just going to go ahead and say it right now. You know who impressed me the fucking most in this Royal fucking Rumble? Who? Braun fucking Breaker. Yes! Motherfucker. Dude, came out. Might as well have been just straight up covered in gasoline and thrown a match on because that motherfucker was on fire. Fire. The entire fucking match until he got eliminated. God damn. Throwing fucking the most hellacious fucking spears. Dude, that dude fucking killing it. Fucking killing it. Like, good for Braun fucking Breaker. Crazy. Cedric, obviously, the title of the last podcast that came out was For Someone's Story to Finish, so Another One Has to Die. Is it going to be Punk, Cody, or Dwayne? Because, like, Dwayne was coming all through all this stuff. How did you decide who you were picking for the men's rumble? Honestly, I picked Cody because it was either going to be Cody or Punk. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a Rock fan, but I was like, yeah, Rock, he's not coming for this. Like, he's not trying to get in the rumble. Like he's just trying to show up and say, hey, I want a shot. I want a shot at the belt. Mm-hmm. And just do it that way. So I knew I wasn't going to pick The Rock. I I honestly, like, I almost picked Punk. Just because mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, CM Punk is back. He hasn't won it in 10 years. Like, he hasn't done anything. Like, he's back. This is his chance. This big pay-per-view. His shot at it. Seth's hurt. He may have to drop the belt. They'll need someone to pick up the belt. Where we have a bunch of different feuds to go with. Roman already because he had his own match. And I like Rhodes wants to finish the story against Roman. So like I was like, man, you know, fuck it. This guy. I really do love like I sort of like not even really liking Cody Rhodes that much watching the show with you guys on Mondays mm-hmm. and Fridays. But then I end up like the way this dude honestly like, puts himself out there. Like, dude comes to work every fucking day. Whatever storyline, whatever shit you need him to do, he's like, Yeah, I'm game, I'm in it. Like, he brings other people into feuds to announce that they have their fucking shots at Bloodline, their fucking shots at Roman Reigns, their fucking shots at Belts. Like, the dude honestly helps, the, like, betters the company. And for that, I was like, you know what? He deserves to have a story finish. Like, I don't even, even if I'm wrong, fuck it. Like, he deserves to have a story finish one way or another. Like, let this man go. So I'm like, I'm going Rhodes. Like, that's honestly how I ended up picking Cody Rhodes. Byron, you went other way. You went CM Punk. Mm-hmm. What made you decide? And we did it. We were talking on. You're like, you're like, I gotta write Punk on my sheet. Like, what made you go that way? Basically, because of the things Cedric said. Like, he's came back from the company after ten years. Um, we found out in the Royal Rumble, he came out of the 27. That was his like last day ten years ago, January 27th. Yep. Like, oh, maybe it's point time some punk, and he's a big draw now since he's came back. So those were like the main reasons why I picked punk. I was like, maybe they're finally gonna give him that main event spot that he wanted ten years ago. So why not have him win the rumble? And he didn't, which I'm okay with. I love Cody Rhodes. Hopefully, he will finish the story at WrestleMania. And also, can we talk about his promo after? Um, Yes. Rumble because he was, 
he was speaking some facts. I was like, damn. Oh, All right, bro, let's go. Let's go win this. Byron, speaking of that, another person. I'm glad you brought that up. Another person I need to bring up. Justin Bazzario from Sports Illustrated. You were probably the reason Sports Illustrated is no longer existing because your article <laughs> was trash, false, and a whole bunch of lies. You said a couple days ago that Gunter was tapped to win the 2024 Royal Rumble, not Cody Rhodes. Um, in, in addition, article cited multiple sources close to WWE head creative Paul Triple H Levesque that claimed Cody Rhodes would not main event in WrestleMania and finish his story. You started to backtrack on that story, but you posted that shit. You got the wrestling war in an uproar, me included. And then Gunter is not in the final two. He gets eliminated. He doesn't win. Mm-hmm. Cody's main eventing WrestleMania. And you probably don't have a job now because that was a terrible article. So. Yeah. I don't so know why he wrote that. Like, I get. No, nah, no, nah, there's no getting. That was ass. <laughs> it was ass. <laughs> it was ass. No. <laughs> I'm just saying he maybe picked Gunter because Gunter did go like an hour and minute last year and he's looked dominant. But it was either between Cody, CM Punk, or The Rock. Byron, he was citing that multiple sources in WWE said, Oh, Gunter's gonna win. I don't see hey man, when maybe people say multiple sources, I don't know who they're speaking to because <laughs> most of the time they're wrong. <laughs> and man, and he's like Triple H said, Oh, this whatever. That was trash. So, man, I'm, I'm really, man, Justin, you're getting a lot of things. You got to clip some stuff up for some shorts on the YouTube. You're getting a lot of great stuff. Jacob, got to ask you the AEW question. The two biggest levers of AEW were the final two in the WWE Men's Royal Rumble. How crazy and so, what is Tony doing sitting at his couch? Like, I can't believe this is happening. Dude, I, dude I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He just, you know, he's writing up like 37 angry tweets and then deleting it without sending it. And then he just like, no, no, it's not right. Let me write up another one. No, that's not right. Let me write up another one. Like, that's what I can imagine is going on. I mean, I know AEW had a show last night. CM Punk show, I, Collision. That was supposed to be his show. That's why I almost <laughs> thought he was going to win because that's a WWE petty move. Have CM Punk win the night of CM Punk's show that's supposed to be that's supposed to be collision. Right, right, right. Yeah, I dude. Ugh. Tony, you, you Tony. Uh, <laughs> and uh Kenny Omega and whoever the fuck else is backstage. I don't fucking know. Dude, y'all got I love y'all. I do. You y'all gotta get your fucking shit together. Y'all got to fucking make some fucking changes. Y'all got to make some shit fucking right because you're no longer the fun, new, edgy product that can get away with shit. You need to get your shit together. And we talked about this last year about like when Cody won. You're like, just think about it. You just came from AEW, won the Rumble's main event against Roman Reigns. If you're someone at AEW, you're just like, hmm, okay. Then CM Punk comes back, is in the final two of Royal Rumble. You're just like, wow. They're not treating them like shit for, you know, coming from AEW and coming back. But, Jacob, you said the stories. You said Cody. Cody, this is the first time someone's went back-to-back since Stone Cold in the late 90s. And you've, obviously, you're a historian of this shit. You know how hot you have to be for the Rumble to make you not just a two-time winner, but a back-to-back winner. A consecutive. 
two-time winner. Yeah. Like that shit's fucking wild. Um, yeah, I guess the question now, because I mean he was pointing at Roman. First time we've ever seen that though. That the rumble winner points at the sign, finds the person, he's like, I I'm waiting. You yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like how they had Seth in the skybox. I like how they had Roman in a skybox. Mm-hmm. You know, and shout out fucking Paul Heyman. You know, that man gets a lot of credit and he just deserves even fucking more. Because when Cody won mm-hmm. and he's pointing up at Roman, like you could see like the fear on Paul Heyman's face. Like that little bit of selling. Always working a fucking angle. Good shit. Good shit, Paul Heyman. Like, I, I, I'm here for it. I am very fucking here for it. And to go off your angle too, Jacob, WWE posted on their Instagram, Roman looks like he's seen a ghost. Roman literally underneath, he said, delete this. <laughs> he's hilarious he is and Cody Rhodes last year he came out in 30 and 1 this year he literally went 15 up he was at 15 1 he was in there for 43 minutes Um, tell you man like we were really calling stuff like I had Jay Uso being the longest in the Royal Rumble what he was he was the number one he was in there for 50 minutes like there are some people in there Dominic was in there for 33 minutes Thirty um, fucking dumb. Gunter was in there for thirty minutes. Obviously, Punk twenty one. Jacob, we talk about it again. He made he made it to the final four, but we always we always got to bring him up. Drew McIntyre eliminated what? by CM Punk. Yeah, huh. there's a saying for Drew McIntyre. How's how's that saying go? What's what's that one saying we always say about Drew? Right person, oh, wrong right person, wrong time. Right person, wrong fucking time. Poor fucking Drew. <laughs> <laughs> I keep getting the, the shit on so fucking much. Like, damn, dude. But listen, you're not out eating Cody, and you're not out eating Punk currently. It's just not happening. You know. Um, I, I will say this much: like, I was shocked. Like, we didn't. I I thought we we would catch a rock. Um, I thought we'd catch a Brock, and neither of them were there, and I was really happy about it. Well, I think TK, TKO oh. and they they did the thing with like Brock. Respectfully, you're you're kind of st- you're potentially this person, so we can't have you out here today because right, we also right. didn't talk about how like the Vince came came out and Slim Jim said, "Oh, we're out, we're out, we're not messing with WWE anymore." Vince resigned completely off the board. Everything Slim Jim's like, "Oh yeah, we're back." <laughs> I'm like right, so, some kind of oh shit, but okay. <laughs> we were we were laughing about it. We were like, dude, you know you need you know what needs to happen? Whoever is number 30, they need to come out decked out and fucking all the slim gym gear, come out in the slim gym fucking car, and that'd be the way to announce slim gyms back in the WWE. <laughs> that would have been fucking hilarious. Yeah, number 30 was Sami Zayn. I, I did not expect that. I, I did expect something like I, I was like about to hear Rock's music, but I was like, all right, Sami Zayn, he's been gone for a bit, so that's all right. So it's like full-time returners mm-hmm. coming back and full-time people winning the Rumble for men and women. Uh, Bailey has a really good picture of her pointing at the sign and everyone else pointing at the sign. And mm-hmm. then WWE has a picture of the, the last four people just sitting there pissed off. The Stefan Diggs for people who watch the NFL, like him standing angry, they did that with that and punk man I, I knew as soon as he said i didn't wait 10 years to lose yes. to dusty's kid i was like okay yes <laughs> and then after he hit the pedigree he 
looked at the announcer table and said, can you believe I just did that shit? <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. But we assume Bailey is going to, we assume the damage control is going to break up. She's going to go after EO. We assume that we'll see. Unless they're really trying to have damage control have all the belts. We'll see. We know where Cody's going. And we're going oh. to have a month and a half to fully, when that WrestleMania preview comes, and the main event happens, we're going to be like, is this part two? Does he actually do it? Or oh, we got a we got a time for that. I hope he does it because that man deserves it. Came back, had some fire matches with Seth. Tore his pack, so he was out. Came back to win the Rumble. Been a workhorse since then. Hit that man. Just put the strap on that man. It's time. I mean, last year we said there's no way he'd lose, and that's true. He lost. Oh, I do also want to say one thing for people's thinking, because obviously we talked about how Vince did a coup d'etat to come back. He can't do that now because he's not the sole, like he's not the main owner, main share person anymore. So his decision to sell the company ruined his chances of ever coming back during a scandal. Like he can't just put himself back in power anymore. Right. So do you, do you think he's like fucking punching air right now? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I gotta imagine. He's like, God damn it! Should just paid the three million. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know. Like, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna say this now mm-hmm. because okay. I think this needs to happen. Because I was on the Mister. I want Brock versus Gunther. Yeah, at Maine. and mm-hmm. I, I, I've been riding that that horse hard. Yep. With the current allegations that are currently out. Um, I'm going to just assume Brock, there's a very high chance Brock won't be there. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and say it. Braun Breaker needs to face fucking Gunther. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And honestly, that would be the fucking match because they had that fucking face off yesterday. And like, I was just like, fucking let's goddamn go. That's what, I, that's what needs to happen. We need Gunther. Versus Braun Breaker at Mania for the IC fucking title. That needs to fucking happen. I wonder what the odds would be on that match. Ooh. Ooh. I wonder what betonline.com would put for that match. Also, like this picture I'm looking at um, WWE.com, man, with Bianca and Jade looking at each other face to face while holding a whole other woman. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. This is just freaking. Yeah. I can't believe Tony. Le- I, I'm still floored. He's done fucked up. And then Tiffany Stratton had that great spot where she saved herself from elimination by holding on to Bianca Belair's braid. Yes. <laughs> like, that was good. Her move where she does a cartwheel into an Alabama slam, that is impressive as hell. It just Dude, looks so smooth and so clean. That is one of the best Alabama slams I have fucking seen in a long time. That shit is fire. I mean, it's going to be very interesting. Um, Cedric pointed out Elimination Chamber. They're going to do some big matches. Um, Logan and Kevin could be part two. With Rhea Ripley on the cover of it, I'm assuming the winner of the Women's Elimination Chamber is going to face her at WrestleMania, as long as Bailey picks Io. And then, obviously, Seth's one. So it's probably going to be a Raw-centric pay-per-view then. Yeah, I could see that. 
again, depends on what Bailey, because she's been tweeting that she wants to go after Rhea's title. So we'll see when she officially picks who she's going after. Yeah, I don't think Cody wastes any time. I think he starts the show tomorrow. He's like, you already oh, know sure. who I pointed at. So let's, let's, <laughs> right. let's get this popping. So, yeah. Also, go ahead. Can we talk about our truth being the most? Oh my! Both rumbles. <laughs> our fucking truth. I mean, a, he's one of the few people <laughs> who no main championships. No, he's only main evented one pay per view, and that was with John Cena, um, for the title. And he deserves his own. He legit deserves his own wing in the WWE Hall of Fame. His yes. own wing. Because yeah, his comedic so timing is can't beat it, man. Came out twenty four in the women's Royal Rumble. Said, "Oh wait, there's all women in there." Yeah, like, this isn't the men. Wait, you mean to tell me there's all that's all women in there? <laughs> <laughs> and then to come out in the men's Royal Rumble as a tag match was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> that was so wild. Dominic had to get him the hot tag to come here, and then he's doing the Cena 5 moves of doom. Get everyone right with the You Can't See Me. Then Gunter chopped his ass. Well, he went to the wrong rope. <laughs> We're like, dude, get in the ring. He's like, no, I need the hot tag. I need the hot tag. And you get like the crowd hype with him too. <laughs> oh yeah, the crowd. He's like, "Come on!" I, was going yeah. <laughs> I do love like the typical Archer from backstage with the baseballs. He was like, "I'm trying to open up these balls to get a new number. I didn't like my number, so I want to get a new number." <laughs> He's like, well, "Those are all ba- those are major league baseballs." Oh no, I don't play major league baseball. <laughs> <laughs> and then he had the thing backstage. Where he came out, oh, where the hell is it? Where is it? Where he came out, and Adam Pierce is like, I didn't say he could go out there in the women's Royal Rumble. And then our troops like, what happened to your hair? And then obviously Pierce is like, that was Nick, Nick, um, the GM for SmackDown. But then he's like, that was Nick. Then our troop is like, wait, Nick Mysterio? Like <laughs> Adam Pierce says, man, I need a drink. And our troop says, oh, it's too early for that dog. <laughs> I mean, I will say this much. I did feel really bad for goddamn uh, Sarah Rowe, now known as yeah, Valhalla. Yeah, yeah. Give her more than fucking two seconds. Like, Santino Morella, her ass. What the fuck is this shit? Yeah, no, I did feel bad for her, but I'm a, I'm a fan of her, so. Then, Jacob, for you too, man, a moment in history, like, in the back with, like, Rhea and Jordan taking pictures together with their titles. That that's what the shit's all about, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's showing the love. I fucking love it, man. Now they do uh, need to do that for the women. If you're gonna have the men in the sky boxes, you need to do that for the women's one too. I was thinking the same thing. Like, if the women don't have matches, the well, sky box. But the they had to, Royal uh, Rumble. They had them in the backstage, though. Yeah, they had them in the yeah. backstage. I I agree. Like, have them out there in the sky box because, like, well, no, like. Because at least with the men's, we know who wants what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess for the women's, they're like, we have more ability to have whatever different storylines we have if we don't do it that way. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point, Cedric. But man, and just seeing, like, I'm like, is this really 2024? Like the TNA Impact champ next to like the world women's champ, like side by side belts and all. And like, 
mm-hmm. Triple H making this shit happen because obviously this would never happen with Vincent and all that. But shit's crazy, Jacob. It's we're on the road to WrestleMania, man. Dude, we we are on the fucking road to Mania. I'm, I'm excited, man. No, I'm scared for our preview. I'm scared for when we preview the shit. I'm not gonna lie. Because when we get to that main event, I, dude, I can't. I don't. I can't put in my heart to pick Cody, man. Like this hurts. Because I don't want to be. I don't want to get hurt again. Like I'm not Bro, gonna lie. I've never been that angry at a wrestling match. Probably since The Rock beat John Cena. Like dude, I have not been that mad ever since then. It, it is. It is. It is wrestling. That's what we do. We get angry. We get depressed. It is a whole entire emotional emotional tornado. And you know mm-hmm. what? Cody Rhodes finishes the story. That's my pick right now. He's finishing the goddamn story. Let's fucking go, Cody. So is Solo going to get lost at the airport? I, you know what? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is, Jimmy, is Jimmy having a baby? That'd be the only reason yeah. I could see him not showing up. Honestly, I think Cody's going to just I Cody's got to look deep into himself and look deep into the past. And he's going to pull out a Glock fucking Anderson. Excuse <laughs> me? Back <laughs> get your ass in the fucking back or I'm fucking shoot you at this point. I thought you were just going to say he has to go deep in his past and ask Randy to just go kick those two in the head to take him out for him as a big bro. That, that would be good. That would be hype. But especially, you know, it'd be hype about that. Let's say Cody does do that. Yeah, we're going to do a little fucking preview of the fucking of the Mania episode right now. A little prediction okay. view. We don't even Let's know who Randy's that. fighting, though. No, no, it doesn't matter. This is picture this. Just picture okay. this. Okay. We go with your idea here. Mm-hmm. Randy Orton hunts the living shit out of Solo and uh, Jimmy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Let's say they're taken out. Cody finishes the story. Mm-hmm. Cody mm-hmm. beats Roman Reigns and the confetti and the fireworks and the explosions are all happening. And mm-hmm. out comes Cody's friend, Randy Orton, and he's hugging him. Good job, my friend. Good job. Hitting RKO. Roman's now taken out. He's going to take some time off. You now have your next chapter of your story. Randy's now going after Cody. I'll add more spice. Let's add spice. More spice to make it hell. Because maybe they like him, Cody, so much as a chaser. Damien cashes in. Briefcase is still in play, boys. Yeah, he's passed out June. (laughs) Or whenever Money in the Bank is. Mm, 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 mm. If they want heat, oh. Oh, oh get he, you thought last year's review was bad? Don't get me started on what next year would this year's one would be. But, but that would it piss you? Would it piss you off? I am Did not staying up Damien six Cash hours did? to watch Damian Priest in my TV what? screen at midnight. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Damian's doing his job. He better go cash it on CM Punk and Seth. Don't do that <laughs> shit on Sunday night. Take that shit to Saturday. Bro, WWE needs some, no, some ass matches on Saturday because I'm tired of them giving Saturday all the good shit. They really do be home on Sunday. Let Damian Priest go end Saturday night. <laughs> Trash ass. No, I actually like him. He's all right. I actually do. He's probably do because Bad Bunny beat him that this year. But um, just real quick yeah. note. 
Bianca and Montez Ford show is going to be coming out on February 2nd. This is going to be mm-hmm. like a total divas type thing. Like Jacob said, it's going to a long time ago. Jacob said total divas and all that got a whole bunch of women into wrestling and all that. This is going to do the same because Bianca Belair mm-hmm. and Montez are hilarious. Yep. Yeah. So with that being said, thank you everyone for being on uh, listening to the L7C podcast. Cedric, thanks for popping on the new champ. Love it. It's kind of great how correlation WrestleMania is in Philadelphia and Cedric is a Philadelphia Eagles fan and he's the champ going into WrestleMania Philly. It's fantastic. We will be back. Um, don't we'll definitely probably be back before WrestleMania. It's really up to Jacob. If there's something that he really wants to talk about, we'll figure it out. If we or if we really want to build a super omega episode for WrestleMania, but the it's wrestling. Someone's gonna fuck up and we'll be back way before then. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, it, Give it, it another it, three minutes. We'll have another big Vince McMahon accusation. Oh, podcast. Well, with that being said, L7C podcast. Congratulations, Cody Bailey and our own Cedric Ware winning the Royal Rumble events. Signing out. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.